Hello, everyone. We are so excited to announce this year's Principles to Practice Summit on Montessori and Ecological Consciousness. Join us for this transformative summit, which brings together experts, scientists, activists, and educators to explore how Montessori education can nurture environmental stewardship in our students and cultivate a generation of sustainability leaders. Our lineup of speakers, including our keynote speaker, Robin Wall Kimmerer, will present practical strategies for seamlessly integrating Montessori principles with sustainable practices, empowering educators to foster environmentally aware and socially responsible learners. The summit will run June 17th through 19th, but tickets are available now. Head over to courses.trilliummontessori.org for more information. I'm Simi Abdullah, and I'd like to welcome you to Trillium Montessori Talks, the podcast where we dig into the theory and application of Montessori methodology in the classroom and beyond. This podcast is produced in cooperation with Letty Rising and other Trillium course creators. Our goal is to provide you with a weekly dose of tips, tools, and inspiration so you can optimize the classroom experience for your students and yourself. Ready? Let's talk Montessori. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Montessori Talks. And today, I am going to be talking about how to spark further interest in writing in the Montessori elementary classroom. So while many teacher training programs do a brilliant job at introducing the Montessori materials, it can often be the case that whatever is offered as the approach to writing with elementary children isn't as robust or comprehensive as other topics in Montessori training. And as a result, teachers often enter the class not sure about where to start in terms of teaching writing or even how to set up a prepared environment for writing. Many teachers get off on the right foot by creating an environment where there is freedom to write. And this is so important because we get better at doing something when we practice. So offering an environment where children can write often on a variety of topics and using a variety of writing skills and techniques is a good way to begin their development in writing. Writing can be embedded into all areas of cosmic education, making for a classroom rich with researching and writing and all sorts of activities related to the writing process. However, you will want to do other things to set up an environment brimming with writing. When considering your environment, you might want to ask yourself the following questions. Are you creating opportunities for writing every day? Offering a two and a half to three hour work cycle will ensure that the children have time to write every day. When the day is broken up into sections, as is true in most traditional settings, there really isn't an easy way for students to write frequently and consistently. In addition to the opportunity to write freely on topics of interest, you will create opportunities by embedding writing lessons into your lesson planning so that students have time to write with you as the guide and model in best practices. Another thing you're going to want to consider is, 
Are you laying the groundwork for an emotionally safe learning environment where students feel comfortable taking risks? Writing is not only putting thoughts to paper, it's also putting feelings to paper. Our thoughts and our feelings can be very personal. They can be attacked, scoffed at, ridiculed, laughed at, teased, just to name a few. How many people resist penning their personal thoughts and opinions to social media posts for the same reason? Knowing this, it's important that the teacher set up a climate that feels safe for writing. This can be accomplished in a variety of ways, including the following. Have a class meeting and talk about vulnerability in writing and establish norms that include students speaking kindly about the writing of others. Share ways to give feedback that are useful and effective while also respectful and reverent. So we want to make sure that we're giving the children time and space to talk about the idea of writing and how writing can be something that we're sharing from the heart. And knowing that we have to be really sensitive to the fact that people are sharing their heart and we want to make sure that everybody's feeling good about that. You also want to model vulnerability by reading the writing of others that includes their own personal thoughts and feelings. Lots of wonderful children's literature out there for children to hear the thoughts and the feelings of main characters as they go through their struggles and their triumphs and their sorrows and their joys. Read your own writing that shares personal thoughts and feelings. So, you know, you can also write and write from the heart and share your own writing in that way. Encourage students who feel confident in doing so to share their writing aloud. Having students share their own thoughts and feelings, in fact, finding a couple of the leaders in the classroom and asking if they want to volunteer to share their reading is going to be an inspiration to others. Another thing you're going to want to do is ask yourself, are you connecting writing with student interests? Writing in isolation just for the sake of writing is not nearly as engaging or effective as is writing that involves student interests. While as a teacher, you may be working with your students on specific kinds of writing genres, such as biographies or persuasive essays, it's important that you allow numerous opportunities for children to choose the content of their writing. They get to choose the heroes that they want to write about. Remember, they are at the age of hero worship, and they are very excited about writing about people that may not be as exciting for you. Maybe you're going to have a student who's excited about writing about Taylor Swift, and you would much rather they chose a historical figure to write about. Well, this is the jumping off point for them to learn about other people in the world, but they have to start somewhere. So start with the heroes that they want to write about. They also get to choose what topics they feel passionate about to argue for and against. Maybe you're going to ask them to list a lot of things they think that aren't fair, and they can pick one of those topics and write a persuasive essay. Finding what they're interested in, what they're passionate about, is going to go a long way in making the writing process interesting for them. Another question you're going to want to ask yourself is, Are you offering relevant, real-world opportunities to write? Anyone who has worked with elementary students for a length of time will know that they tend to want to engage in activities that have relevance or meaning to them. 
While a child around the age of three to six in a Montessori classroom will often be seen repeating the same things over and over, such as washing a table, an elementary child will not want to wash a table just for the sake of washing a table. They have to have a reason. Maybe they want to sit at that table and have a snack, or maybe there is a special event planned and they noticed the table was dirty. And maybe they were asked to do so as a collaborative community effort to keep the environment pristine. This desire to engage in meaningful work translates into writing. Again, writing for the sake of learning a skill is much less interesting than writing to the museum to ask a docent a question about the latest dinosaur exhibit, or writing a letter to their favorite entertainer, or creating a recipe book filled with favorite recipes or writing a persuasive note to the principal about what kinds of new playground equipment the school should buy. In addition, your class or school might have a history night, or a science fair night, or a student showcase, where your students can present a research report for an audience. I rarely have come across a student in my time working with elementary children who didn't jump at the opportunity to share information in front of people and present for them because it's something that a lot of children like to do. These real-world experiences all are motivators for writing. Another question you want to ask yourself is, are you exposing them to various kinds of writing? Some children are drawn to fictional or narrative-type writing. Others love research and report writing. And still others are not fond of either, but maybe they love poetry. You'll also come across some children who enjoy writing letters a lot, or other children who like to make lists. Others still enjoy something called graphic comics, if you know what those are. If you have a student who doesn't seem inspired by writing, have you showed them the wide range and types of writing that they can engage in? So don't just stick to fictional or narrative type writing or research reports. Think out of the box a little bit and show them all the different ways they can write. And maybe something will appeal to the child who seems disinterested or reluctant. Another question you'll want to ask yourself is, are you embedding writing into the content that you present? So many Montessori teachers, particularly public Montessori educators, who feel an additional pressure to cover everything that will be addressed in standardized testing, often feel compelled to place greater emphasis on reading, writing, and math at the exclusion of the other topics that are not assessed in standardized measures. When this happens, the Montessori environment can become quite limited and the children do not get to experience the full range of cosmic education. However, embedding writing lessons and activities into cosmic education provides a win-win. You can embed writing lessons on paragraphs, topic sentences, stylistic techniques, and more using the knowledge and information students are exposed to in the areas of history, biology, geography, and more. Another question you'll want to ask yourself is, are you giving targeted, specific writing lessons on certain skills? As I mentioned earlier, while offering children opportunities to write in volume will help them grow as writers, inviting them to writing lessons that target specific skills and techniques 
will help them reach even greater heights in regards to written expression. You'll want to seed their writing experiences with lessons that help them create expansive sentences with colorful adjectives and varied word choices, which help them be able to express themselves more clearly and with greater detail. Just like all things Montessori, the writing environment will reflect what is happening in the classroom, and you want to make sure that all areas of cosmic education are being written about. Another thing to consider is, have you thought about the revision process in your classroom and what that looks like? Along with setting up the conditions to write and offering ample time for writing, you will want to think about what the children are going to do with their writing. While editing and revising every single piece of writing can suck the joy right out of writing, never editing and revising work is a missed opportunity to elevate student writing, along with getting them accustomed to being on the giving and receiving end of constructive feedback, which is an experience that can begin in the elementary years. You'll want to consider the following. How often do I want students to revise work? Are they revising their work once a week? Are they revising every three or four pieces of work they write about? Are they just revising their reports and maybe a story once a month? You want to think about that. You also want to think about how is what is revised chosen? Do students choose what is revised? Are there specific assignments tied to lessons that the teachers would like to see revised? You have to think about what do you want them to revise and how is that chosen? You also want to think about how does revision happen? Are you the teacher revising all of their work? Are you collaborating with the student in revision? Is peer revision happening so students are working with each other and revising each other's work? My recommendation is that as much as possible, you are either collaborating with the students when you're revising work and you're doing it as a shared experience, or you're having peers revise each other's work. If you just take work and mark it up and hand it back to them, it's really hard for them to know what needs to be done, and they didn't get the full rich experience of hearing your thought process as you are having comments on their paper. So sharing that experience as much as possible is ideal. You also want to take note of whether or not you are offering opportunities for collaborative writing experiences in your classroom. One of the psychological characteristics of the elementary child is that they don't like to work in silos. They want to work with their classmates so that they can discuss, negotiate, debate, collaborate, and engage in all of the myriad of verbal interactions that come with this age. Let your students write together and write often. This might mean them sitting together and talking about their writing as they each write their own story or report, or biography, or etc. Or it might mean that they collaborate in a shared writing experience. Maybe there'll be two or three students, and they're writing a research report, and somebody is in charge of the introduction, somebody is in charge of the body of the text, somebody is in charge of the conclusion. There's lots of different ways it can be broken up. 
but a shared writing experience gives the students the opportunity to make decisions with each other on who is responsible for what part. So they're also engaging in practical life and executive functioning skills while they're at it. Collaborative work is often much more fun than work done alone. So be sure to suggest collaborative writing to your students whenever possible. The last question that comes to mind that I think you will want to ask yourself is, are you a joyful model of the writing process yourself? I remember when I was a head of school for many years, I was able to see teachers come and go. So you get to see patterns of things. And I remember having a teacher for a couple of years who really loved to write. She loved writing in her personal life. She loved writing with the children. And as a result, there was a lot of writing happening in her classroom. And then she moved on and another teacher came along and that teacher wasn't as interested in writing. And I noticed the same children who were writing so much stopped writing nearly as much as they did before. So you need to remember the psychological characteristic of the elementary child, which is hero worship which means that you are a model of inspiration and they admire you. So you want to take note if you are writing in the classroom and you want to make sure that when you're giving lessons, you're modeling a writing technique by talking through your mental process aloud so that the children can hear your thought process. Are they watching you write letters? Are you sharing poems you've written or short stories that you've composed? Are you modeling interest, excitement, and enthusiasm? As Haim Gannat says, it's your daily mood that makes the weather. And if you are excited about something, your students will be excited too. So make sure if you don't feel excited about writing, that you find some part of the writing experience that you love and expand upon it in your personal life share it with the children, and they're going to get more excited about writing as well. Remember, you are setting the tone in the classroom as the teacher, and your enthusiasm and excitement will be infectious. So some final thoughts to consider. Writing is a very complex process that involves a lot of different skills working together simultaneously. This can be a really challenging thing for children and can cause some children to be reluctant writers. However, if you keep in your conscious mind the varying strategies that you can employ in your classroom to make writing appealing to all children, that's going to help in the end create an environment that is brimming with lots of exciting writing with colorful words and adjectives and interesting topic sentences and wonderful transitions and lots of compelling writing for children to listen to and read to others in the elementary environment. Thank you for joining this podcast talk. And I look forward to having you listen to some other podcast talks in the future. Thanks for tuning in to Trillium Montessori Talks. If you enjoyed this podcast, you will love the practical and actionable classroom management advice in the Montessori Principles to Practice webinar libraries. Head to trulliammontessori.org forward slash podcast for details and to learn about all the ways we can help you optimize your Montessori work. 
we'll be back soon with more Montessori inspiration. In the meantime, please help other Montessori guides find this podcast by leaving us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcast listening platform. Thank you for being a part of the Trillium community. 